0: Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is December 26th at 1:30 p.m. And today we have an interesting topic This is truth's house the house always wins I Wrote some things earlier and I'm gonna begin now The whole is more than the sum of its parts You are more than your mind and heart and yet your mind and heart help define who you are. The same it is with the absolute. From biological reality, many mysteries can be understood, but this reality, as vast as it is, is the smallest part of the absolute. In the same fashion, Your physical body is the smallest part of you. Words don't define the experience. The experience defines the words. Believe it or not, the only thing I want for everyone is liberation. Enlightenment is for everyone, especially you. When you come from this place, you will start seeing the best in everyone. Biological reality is an illusion, a simulation. You are the star of your own show, but you don't realize it yet. The game, the quest, your quest, is to find deeper meaning and higher purpose. By discovering yourself, you begin to understand that mastery is possible and all secrets can be revealed. Wow, I love this concept about the house always winning. And whose house are you in right now? You are in God's house. Because what is absolute truth, objective truth, one living truth, if it is not God? God is, this truth is the source of everything. It is the purpose of intelligence. All intelligence wants to arrive at the truth Same with science, philosophy, spirituality. All these disciplines aim to arrive at the highest truth and truth pervades everywhere. Nothing is outside of its purview. This means the house belongs to truth. It doesn't need to fight. It doesn't need to struggle. The truth is, it is beyond manipulation. Nothing can oppose it. It is inevitable. It is taking its time, it is relaxed. It is stretching its legs. There is no conflict with truth. Those that have the illusion of opposing truth is like playing a rigged card game. They will lose. Those that try to stand in the way of love and truth, they will lose. Those that stand for negativity and pessimism, they will lose. Those that stand for collectivism and cultish hive mind mentality, and try to divide they will lose there is only one winner ultimately and that is the highest truth and we should take comfort in that knowing that when you align yourself with this highest truth you have the full force of the universe behind you. And when you don't stand on the side of truth, you will be forgotten. Because only the absolute truth is truly infinite, truly unlimited. That is what lasts everything else perishes only the ultimate truth can make you immortal can give you the ultimate power and it doesn't ask for your subjugation it doesn't want you to bow before it you don't need to be on your knees no the ultimate truth accepts no followers it doesn't respect this kind of meekness this kind of sheep mentality of being a follower it has no interest in followers it has interest in leaders I'm going to continue with the writing because I was ad libbing quite a bit there, but I've got more to say. There are no enemies, only servants. Those that give the illusion of opposing you are actually helping you. However, most have not yet found truth. We overcome the obstacles. But to think there is no opposing force or external beings is to limit your concept of self. And just to stop right there for a moment, what I'm speaking to in this context are those non-dualists who believe that everything is all interconnected, which is true, everything is interconnected, but they're taking it to an extreme and saying, well, there is no other. There is no you. Everything is all me. It's like, no, there's other entities. There's other people, dude. You're a human on planet Earth. Open your eyes. There's billions of individuals here. No, Everybody is not just a figment of your imagination. It's like people can have these really weird beliefs, beliefs and maybe it's possible to function with these kind of beliefs if you're like a monk and you're, are living on the alms of others. But if you want to operate in the real world, you got to communicate with people. You have to relate with people. And you can't do that if you have this mindless automaton robotic mentality where you are disconnected from your very heart. I mean, these people, I spoke with one earlier today, and it's kind of sad because they disassociate themselves so much from who they are as an individual that they regard even love as being some kind of an illusion a figment of their imagination it's like they can't even own love good luck trying to be a business leader or having influence over people without having love in your heart people can sense that stuff you need love in your heart and I'm (laughs) sincerely you can't be sincere without love in your heart it's a part of who you are as a human. And unfortunately, because of, well, I wouldn't say unfortunately, be grateful for everything that you think of as bad and opposition and imperfect in this world. Because what does that do? The greater the adversity, the greater the opportunity to triumph, the greater the tale, the epic tale that you can have ballads sung about you in the future, right? That if you don't have adversity to overcome, you are basically, you become weak, okay? It's through adversity that we become stronger. So it makes sense then that we should be grateful for adversity in our lives. But yeah, I've got a lot to unpack here. So next The greater the enemy, the greater the servant. What does that mean? That sounds pretty ominous, right? That's not to say that this is an advocation for dominating your enemy to be a servant or a slave for you. No, that's not what is meant here. But your enemies are unwittingly, Serving you by opposing you. And you can say, well, Michael, how could you say that their enemies can even exist? Well, that's a good concept. If you look at enemies, not as enemies, but as servants, that means any illusion of opposition and adversarial is just people not being aware that they're serving you, but they are actually serving you because what are they doing? They're making you stronger. You cannot overcome obstacles and get stronger if there are no obstacles, right? So there's a plan for each of us in our life. And in order to accomplish that plan, we, a fact of life is we need to be faced with, situations that are challenging if they were not challenging you could say that they would be a bit boring so mm, but the point here is that yes the greater the enemy the greater the servant that's how you should look at it because if you have a great struggle that you're faced with right now maybe you can see that struggle as your enemy But isn't it better to see that struggle as your servant? That it's helping you without even knowing it's helping you. That's a better perspective to have. Let's continue. Love without truth lacks a higher purpose. Truth without love lacks a deeper meaning. You need both. And yes, that's what I notice about different people's spiritual paths. And I'm not never coming from a place of judgment. You know, that's an advantage of having an impenetrable mind always in bliss. I don't ever have a negative reaction to anything. Nobody has the power to offend me, but the point is, is that different paths seem to be stronger with love or stronger with truth. And, and sometimes they're strangely absent of both, but the, you need both of them is the point. You need both love and truth. Heartfelt love and truth that your mind can connect with and experience a nectar of truth. Truth is an experience no less tangible than love. You will know it when you taste it. No mind can own truth just as no fish can own the sea. I think that's beautiful, if I don't mind tooting my own own horn there, because that's what it is that's what it feels like to me. when my mind is immersed in truth, it's like being immersed in this glorious sea of nectar, amrita. And this is not a sea that's exclusive. This sea is for everyone to swim in. It's big enough for all the minds to swim in and benefit from and receive inspiration from. It's unlimited. There's an unlimited room there and there is nothing oppressive about it. By receiving inspiration as an individual, you become more of an individual. There is no conformity individualism is the opposite of conformity, which means individualism is the ultimate diversity. And I've repeated that again and again, but it's important to stress that you cannot be more free than when your mind is united with the ultimate truth. Someone made a comment about how well, so you sound like you think you're the greatest master on Reddit and my response to that is, I would love to meet a real enlightened master that I can embrace as a brother or sister. And this should be everyone's attitude also since the, it's the enlightened perspective. It amuses me how teachers, gurus and such Are so competitive when in fact all genuine teachers love each other it is only the bad teachers that feel threatened by truth and teachers that represent truth spirituality is not about competition but about uniting under a common umbrella of truth and in order for that umbrella to exist it is important to define the principles of truth, which become the framework for that umbrella that we can all shelter under together. Of course, this umbrella can only exist if there is a shared understanding that absolute objective truth exists. Those that cannot even agree on that basic fundamental principle are diluted. And yeah, this is what I want to touch on too. It's like where I'm coming from, it's all about the teachings. It's not about me. I'm not here trying to boast and proclaim, oh, everyone should bow down to me. I'm the most enlightened master ever. It's like, no, that's not what I'm about. What I'm about is trying to empower you and get you to a place whereby you can have that empowerment where there are no obstacles that can impede you, where you can feel unstoppable and have that impenetrable mind. I want others that I can relate with on the same level, okay? I would love it to meet someone else that feels connected with this absolute truth and I would like to call him or her a brother or sister. I I would love that. In fact, that's what I'm building towards is building a fellowship of individuals where we become a, like a family. We are already connected on the higher level. So it just makes sense that a family could be built on a physical level too, where we can connect with one another and provide Uh, support and an alliance, if you will, in helping to awaken the planet to help to inspire minds and awaken hearts. There's power in numbers. The problem right now is that there's not a consensus. It's like we need to come to a consensus about what these higher truths are. And by doing that, then we can have a framework to take things to the next level as a group whereby we can build schools, universities, centers all across the world and try to help as many people as possible. So it's really exciting The possibilities that can happen once we can agree to the basic fundamental principles of truth. And that's part of what I'm doing with these podcasts, with these writings that you can access on on, uh, Divinity.com and on the YouTube channel that's linked there and the Reddit uh, forums also, which is linked from Divinity.com and also from the Discord chat. So trying to build this interconnectedness so that we can be more directly supportive of each other. I want everyone to experience this awesomeness, this awesome unconditional love and this exalted state of bliss so that your mind can also be impenetrable if you want it to be so that you can shine your light in every situation so that nobody can can have the power to influence your mood, to make you feel sad, and you can be a shining light no matter if it's rain or shine. This is Atma Boda signing off, and I hope this has been helpful for you, and I would love to communicate with any of you personally if you decide that you want to get in touch with me directly. Until tomorrow, bye-bye.